Hello and welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Oh my gosh. You guys, I have to report back. So it's the second week in the studio. Oh. It's still unnamed podcast. Still unnamed podcast studio. Okay, we should talk about the and name. And it's still unfinished. So when it's finished, it will be named. It will be named. It will be christened. It will be photographed. Because right now I still have so many boxes of shit. There's so. some stuff in here, but it's coming together. It's coming it together. It's so legit. There's like stands for the microphone. We've moved on up. There's little like sound pads up on the wall. I don't know if they work. I mean, let's just believe it because it feels so legit there's like if cool mid-century lighting you can receive it yes <laughs> is that what that saying is i don't, I don't know so, but you I, don't think so? i don't think so if you conceive it if you believe it you can conceive it if you build it they will come if you build it they will shum they will um <laughs> jess what's new well big news i've got a visitor <gasps> my beloved niece oh uh, scarlet friend of the podcast uh who listens uh, <gasps> when my sister like uh, vets it first and then we'll let her listen very smart um smart emily smart yes 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 uh she is here she they have a longer summer in dubai um for anyone who has not tracked my niece i have an 11 year old niece who turns 12 in november she lives with my sister and her husband in dubai and she's lived there for like eight years uh seven eight years and she is out here she visited in december that was her first solo trip flew all the way from dubai by herself and back and then she came again she really wanted to come solo totally solo she's a jet setter now i know my sister had to go back to work um but she still had summer left so my parents were like send her out here so she (gasps) stays in pasadena at my parents place and then i like you know see her at the weekends and try to go out after work but she got in this weekend and yeah it just is like it's really crazy because like she visited in december and felt very much like an 11 year old and i had noticed on instagram like we'd been talking about like a major uptick in like oh, yeah. output and oh, like yeah. uh just a vibe and my sister was like i just want to warn you like this this past week before she came she was like she is like a tween like oh, it's real and yeah, i was like oh i gathered she's doing a lot of stagramming um and it was really it's just like this is so boring for people who have children uh or lots of nieces and nephews but this is like the very first human in my life that i've watched go from like baby like in the hospital white cream yeah to, <laughs> to being like hey and chess and is like my height and i'm like uh-huh. always doing a peace sign always doing a peace sign and she just has like a very cute little international voice and Aww. is like a real motor mouth and very funny and cool. Her very favorite um, celebrity, <sighs> she told me, is um, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. He's not her celebrity crush. No, I think she understands that uh, he's not for her. <laughs> you know what, though? Maybe, though. I think we shouldn't count anybody. Else. Well, only we'll say only because she's a child. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> but by the time she's grown up, Jonathan may swing another way. So you're <laughs> absolutely right. It's the future. A little uh, May, December romance. Um, she loves him. She loves, loves, loves him. Loves Queer Eye. Hates Trump. Which oh, is she's really, perfect. She's really, really fun and really good company and like is keeping me youthful and young and showed me how to do she showed me how to do a uh, slow-mo and uh like i'd never shot a slow-mo video on my oh. phone oh which yeah, is not hard. yeah 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 and um what's it called when it's really sped up fast forward no time lapse time lapse we like hung out at the pool all day yesterday and she basically was like video video me and i was like okay okay that's what we're doing <laughs> my job is just like to uh, i think document her trip basically now does she do instagram pri- primarily or does she do snapchat and tiktok no she's i think she has done some tiktok but i think instagram is i saw her playing on her phone yesterday and it seemed like it was primarily instagram mm-hmm. um and then she chats she chats in instagram a lot and then also chats on whatsapp but i that, i think that's true when she's home too right that's like right what right but, do you um, smell burning toast? I do smell burning toast. Okay, I'm not having a stroke. I know. My roommate's I almost, making toast. I almost asked you too, and I was like, like it's pretty strong. I got nervous, guys. It's very much like the definitive burning toast smell. I wonder if that's true. Hmm. Or an urban legend. Urban legend. Uh, do you have any fun upcoming things with Scarlet planned? She has been asking to do Disneyland, which <gasps> sounds really scary uh in peak summer but then did you hear this thing that the park is under attended because 
because they made such a big fuss about the new Galaxy's Edge, the new Star Wars land opening, and it was such a complicated system of reservations, uh-huh. and it was such so a, people aren't so everybody like I and I'm totally in that boat where I was like, oh, I really want to see Galaxy's Edge, but I'll go in a year. I'm not gonna right. fight fight my way through. No, and apparently everybody has that same mentality, so <gasps> no one is going to Disneyland. So uh, it's like really record low numbers. Bust up. Is that crazy? I'm sure it will have overcorrected by the time I go, but I thought I might be like a true hero and brave like a Saturday August Disneyland and see what happens. Maybe you'll get sick this week. (laughs) (laughs) Make her do a delayed post like Kim K. Oh my God. I I, just out at you though if you wanted to. (laughs) I mean who knows? Anything's possible. You were saying that you were sneezing in this room earlier. That is true. I did get a little stuffy. Maybe I will get too sick to go into work. (laughs) And unrelated eat churros somewhere. (laughs) She asked for churros. She was like I really want a churro. Churros in Dubai are very uh, thin and short. (laughs) I was like what are you what? I was like no no we're gonna get you real churros i don't know what you're eating thin and short it was or maybe yeah it was like she just described like a a bet like a penne noodle basically i was like i was like what is it cinnamon penne um she has to get a corn dog yes that's the best food at disneyland period the corn dog when you walk in to disneyland on main street okay at the end of it like the corner by I forget the name of that restaurant before you go into the world of tomorrow, but there's a hot dog oh, stand yeah. or corn dog stand at the end of Main Street to your right. Okay. I've never had one there. It's so dying <gasps> good. I wanted to get her a dole whip too. I'll just <gasps> feed her just nothing but trash. Make her all go day. crazy. Make her go crazy. But um and then she also said she wanted to get nails done. Fun. And then she was like Are you gonna let her get some acrylics? I don't think so. I think we'll just stick with some regular polish. Um I don't need her to like begin the path that I'm on <laughs> quite yet, where she's beholden to all her stupid hair and nails. But she was like, I also it's might not stupid. She's like, I might dye my hair like a cool color and i was like oh interesting and i said that she's like i already asked and i was like okay well i'm just gonna double check but um (laughs) she's overtone because she's that's what i said i have a bunch of stuff that like will fade out yeah she um but she does have like this very perfect like her hair is just this like oh yeah mermaidy mermaidy curls it's really insane so um yeah i'm in like nice land for the next little bit so all my updates will revolve around that great but how about you um let's see speaking of children mm-hmm. i went to go see are you no i went oh, to go wait, see I, scary stories to tell in the dark yes, on i need Friday. to hear about this because you posted about it right I, look it's a children's film is it i actually <laughs> didn't realize it was for children yes, i thought it was like well because in the like the the real thriller you know the, making it like scary and well Not i mean thriller that the thriller. books are scary terrifying uh, i don't know if anyone read them when they were in i don't know fifth grade or something oh my gosh every grade. sleepover was like who is brave enough yes. basically so i went with two of my friends to go see it and a, f- a few things were fun about it let's see it's not that scary okay. first and for- foremost um is it a bunch of different ones like it actually they've strung it together in a way that there's like um, oh it's like one cohesive there's a skeleton that makes it all cohesive okay okay cool i think i might have just liked i mean i don't know how they would have done like a series of short uh vignettes but but it is like a a cohesive story okay so i'm sitting in the theater there's like there's two chairs next to me that are at the end of the row. Okay. We're 20 minutes in. No one's there. So I'm putting my purse there. Right. Great. As you do. As you do. Um, and 20 minutes in, I see an employee walk two young ladies in. Okay. Think later teen. Okay. Later teen. Uh-huh. Got it. Um, they're already making a little bit of a scene <laughs> just like getting their seats and they're coming right towards me no i hate that <laughs> feeling big, those you know those cardboard trays yes. they have a food they have a lot of food they're with treating them. it like it's a baseball game exactly yeah again 20 minutes late not not previews <laughs> 20 minutes 20 minutes into the film the oh cinema God. the cinema <laughs> the movie the film is off and running yes okay so i'm already like immediately like what's going on here and then the the girl walks so she's i i assume going to walk to the second seat and sit right next to me but instead gets she catches the chair and does a somersault what are you saying she literally like her legs like her body went over and under and her legs went up over she fell 
Oh yeah, but like a full summer, like a oh, whoop, my, like head over feet. Uh huh. <gasps> and then threw all of her chicken <gasps> and curly fries on me, which was fine. It no, was, I mean it was like chicken and curly fries. It wasn't. What a theater big, was this? It, the Glendale Pacific Theater. Okay, okay. I was like, where do you get chicken and fries? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> AMC's. Like, come I on. I didn't know that. AMC's are Pacific theaters. Mm, oh, mm, okay, mm. good plug. So she throws it all over. She's they're just very clearly shit face. Yes, so so shit face. And then her friend like helps her up but there's still food all over the floor and then her friend sits by me and then she's just kind of doing the drunk girl giggle like <laughs> oh, no. for like ever and i was like what did i miss but i couldn't even get that upset because i was like it's sort of funny yeah. like but i had a moment where i was like am i old enough to complain oh I yeah. might be oh yeah that's I'm a like- great line in the sand because <laughs> i mean do you have memories of your mom doing it? Because I have memories of my mom complaining at a movie my theater. My mom's not the kind of person to Oof. do that. My mom is. She'd bitch about it for weeks afterwards, but she's not going to go complain. My mom's a real, let me speak to your manager <gasps> woman in this world. Oh, well, she's, she's a certain class <laughs> Well, level. to middling results, I would say. And my <laughs> permanent scarring. Anyways, go on. <laughs> but that was it. And then they ended up leaving because <laughs> she couldn't get it together. Like her one friend they was left? Like holding it down. And the other, the drunk girl who did a somersault just never recovered. <laughs> She was just giggling and like, I, I was worried she was going to puke or she was like passing out. She was so drunk. Oh my God. And I assume she was friends with the guy who let them in and yeah. like maybe hooked them up. Yeah. But they were like, we're going to get so drunk and cozy. A scary stories to tell in the dark. So anyway, the movie's not that scary. The creatures in it, like the... Yeah. Um, they're so amazing wow. the way they've done they're not cgi they really like crafted the really the whole, like a puppet but that a person is wearing <gasps> so it's very cool Ooh. so i get home that night and i'm like not scary it's fine and i'm even like let me listen to some other scary things but Bo is so freaked out Bo is scared he is wide-eyed and running down the hall and like looking at something and like hiding under things and i was like oh, oh i was no. so terrified that yes. night yes and i think it might have brought back some like childhood ptsd from reading the book <laughs> of being like scared as a child those anyway. books are like traumatizingly scary so good though i can call upon the like uh, the images and like the turns of I, every story it's I think that's what's so interesting about it is because the stories are sort of some of them are silly or like yeah. ones about like a big toe and yes. like so they're not so like terrifying but they're the, simple but the imagery in it imagery. is really scary and they did such a good job with recreating the imagery that makes me want to see in, it like real like on a real person that's unbelievable because that is I think one of the cool the way that there there just are those books like where the wild things are or whatever it is where it's like the imagery the art is yes. the book you know yeah. and i feel like that for this those um scary stories tell in the dark that was my weekend that's that's a very fun little adventure oh and then i went yesterday i went to therapy and then i went to a spa and i what? spent four damn hours at the spa what spa burke williams oh good for you that's you've good been to that one right i've never been um it's the only one i've been to like you know how the spa we went to in vegas yes it's akin to that but a little nicer oh my god that's a good sell yes <gasps> at, at least the the new one is like is it weho um there's one in weho but there's one on la brea now oh that's the one and okay it's newer so Ooh. i mean not like nicer nicer but like i feel like the facilities are newer and you're just more likely to use them because they're all like right in the same area. Talk me through it. Did you get a treatment or were you just moving from area to area? Oh yeah, I got a little massage. Oh, and then, yes, a queen treating herself on her weekend. But I was, like, I got there early so I could use all the things. But, you know, I just treated myself because last, I was so stressed the, you the had week, a crazy week before. So. You earned it. So I deserved it. I want to go, I'll go with you sometime <gasps> ever if you want. Yes. Because I love my little, I go to a little place detox in Atwater Village for facials and stuff. I, I went on Saturday. I, I'm thinking of the now. No, this yeah. one is like little, it's not, the now is very cool and hipstery. The uh, detox is I've like. I've been there, I got a yes hydrofacial yes 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 but it's tiny it's yes. like a teeny little they do a lot with their space but i love a big giant luxurious uh-huh. like just beautiful tiling yes. and then like there's a uh a, like a quiet room <gasps> i love a quiet room and then there's just like a nap room oh you would love it okay all right let's get into the stuff we have some stuff um well we do but it's also like it's quiet time. it's quiet it's well, quiet. It's, everybody knows we, we've said it for a few weeks but this is 
this is a quiet moment and yes. then we well, before this is the calm before the storm is i believe the correct phrase in fact i think the most interesting thing that has happened was jordan was po- posted some really like thoughty pictures yeah, of her with meg the stallion but like nothing to really talk about kylie's birthday is the only thing i'm tracking it's like the show it's like a show going on right now yes for which we'll talk about yeah but yeah there's i think one of the most interesting things that you and i both noticed was kim's face kim's face what has happened to it so we've seen her with it's like she has a new makeup line and or not line but a new collection and her face is so different she's been teasing this now for a while she has a 90s inspired collection um the matte smoke and matte cocoa collections and she's been doing a lot of teasing she posted like an Instagram of like all the people, you know, she was sending it to and it was all like 90s supermodels and Alicia Silverstone and all like 90s queens. Yeah. And so she's been teasing it for a while, which is very it's a very smart move for her. And then, yeah, she posted like the big kind of uh, post about it. And she's wearing that. She's also wearing that famous Versace, Versace dress. Yeah. Um, but her face is somebody else's distinctly different now it almost to me when i look at it it's like her chin is bigger i don't really know it's what so it hard is to tell in this photo because the high neck of the dress yeah. is it's sort of confusing because and so there could be some photoshoppery or or it's just going up so much that it's giving the illusion of this like pointed chin but her face her nose it looks different she it's so strange like how it's just like i'm looking at this face we'll put it up so you guys can all see it too and it's like it's such a it's like they they're just degrees off but it's not striking it's not like because i wouldn't put this in like chloe nose territory we were like oh damn that's like a jarring new face it's just sort of almost like a a little like a painting of her almost you know we're like it's so close i mean look no one really cares what happens to her face and that she gets work done that's not the issue no but it is one of those things we are like was so different I, w- I think people should just start saying what it is i, I guess that, love it that kind of ruins the illusion i know but when you're so famous as she is how do you even begin to think that you cannot address it it would just be so freeing to be like yeah yeah i got a new nose i mean it's just easy to say i guess but it's like you get hate for every move you make why yes. not just be like completely transparent well when it's your face and you're also asking people here's the piece of it that is complicated and this has been pointed out many times their businesses their money is based off of their faces and their bodies and so that is the piece that feels like you know if you are like the profiteering piece of it that's so frustrating and when you're selling to me that i could have a little bit of what you are it's just it's just not true because you've gone to surgeons to have this <laughs> no palette is gonna Look, give me that damn face mario is talented. oh we love mario no question but he cannot make her nose this slim that's, she got a slimy little nose that's a little thin nose i guess new i guess new noses are in fashion new nose who did no new nose who oh did god i laughed so hard about that i did i talk about it last week that dumb real housewives uh, I haven't watched it still. Fiber one. Yes, it's I saw so people funny. posting about it. Sonia saying, "No knows who did." <laughs> Sonia is so funny. It's so funny. I love that. and maybe inappropriate. Oh God! But any hoodle. Yeah, Kim, new face. New you face. Know, here's the big thing about it: is whatever she wants to do is her business. But when you already have so much beauty, it feels like the little tweaks and stuff. It's like, don't you don't add to the Venus. <laughs> what leave, a good way to put we it. We leave the Venus to Milo alone. It is so rough. It's like it makes me feel anxious for what's to come, you know? Yes. But if she's anything like Chris, it's going to keep getting better and better. You saw that picture of Chris on a yacht in a white bikini. No one is living a better life. No one is living a better life possibly on planet Earth than Chris Jenner enjoying her children's wealth. <laughs> I just now would I love to see Jordan Woods and Chris Jenner <gasps> do a, a little thought shoot. Oh my, oh my god, like it. Chris is in the pose that Meg was in on the bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> just with her tits hanging over. Ooh, Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh. Okay, here's another big Kim K news story. Okay. And God, this has got to sting. 
Almost half of Kim, Chloe, and Courtney Kardashian's Instagram followers are fake. They are bots. This is huge because they, this is like their businesses. Yes. Their business model is built on this. So it seems that like there was an audit of their, <laughs> so the, Conti- Con- the Institute of Contemporary Music Performance in London uh, took on a bunch of celebrity accounts and did an audit of them to see just how many were real. And it seems as if a lot of huge celebrities are are being followed by a ton of fake bots. So wow. like Ellen DeGeneres, 58% of her uh, 7.5 million followers are fake. BTS, the K-pop group, 48% yeah. is fake. Do we think they're buying them or it's literally just like, well, it's I, about just bots that like I think latch we, on? I think we all have bots okay. in our followers. I'm yes. sure we do. So I think for them, it's and it's people, I think the bots are kind of programmed to f- follow the people. Oh, I see. Okay. So if there's a lot of people commenting, then I think the bots kind of are attracted. I don't really know that for know, sure, w- but that's what it feels like to me so i mean so kim has 143.6 million followers jesus christ and chloe has about 96 million followers wow. and both are about 44 percent fake followers <gasps> of does kylie have the most followers of the whole family kylie does well kylie does if you account for the fact that she has one 140.3 million fans and 30 percent of those are fake so, so she is the lowest of them. Yeah, she's got she's the lowest fake. 14% less fake. Okay, okay. Amazing. So, so I think that makes her, yeah. But other people like Ariana and Taylor, they all had some fake followers. I mean, it's so crazy to think about the fact that like, I guess it's money is is not real either on no. some level it's all just numbers and the belief Especially when it comes to marketing it's just funny that the idea of like it just shows you the in, how inflated a thing can be because yeah. it's like what how they sign their deals now and how they get paid for their especially for their actual social media I'm posts like, i'm gonna give you 140 million impressions those numbers like actually this matter not real and it's like no it's not real it's at not all. Real. Well, fakies. I hope those bots are having fun. Oh God! I hope bots get together and have bot parties. <laughs> I want to know about bots. <laughs> What's bots doing? What's bots do? Um, tell me about this Rob Kardashian one. Okay, so Fill I me I vaguely remember this case, which involved Pilot Jones and uh black china outing pilot jones as a homosexual i, I literally have no memory of this i'm sure we talked about it but i am completely blank on it so um so it de- so it was a case detailing um pilot sexuality was known before she let it slip sorry what am i reading um i'm trying to sum it up because i don't remember very well so so jones essentially um is suing china and rob uh, accusing them of outing him to the I world see. okay and that sharing his, his phone, phone number, number and email and he let led to a bunch of death threats so and i don't really even know who pilot jones is but apparently rob is like i didn't do any of this this was all china i and mean you know he's just blaming it all on china which i think actually feels correct i think he just include pilot included robin because that's where the money is but this but that's is it. so this is so, so such a strange he, story he was suing for five hundred thousand dollars for emotional distress two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for damage caused within his family wow i love the idea of quantifying arguments within a family like to give it a dollar amount for how yes. much they're worth yes exactly two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for past and future medical expenses as well as six hundred thousand dollars for lost earnings and seventy two hundred dollars for lost rent seventy two hundred yeah. interesting amount i looked him up um and he is a singer and actor um, who has worked with the rapper trina mm-hmm. and although it has that he appeared on glee and he's friends with Vivica Fox, Vivica A. Fox, Adrian Maloof, and Taylor Swift. Okay, so I'm I'm looking into this. So it seems that Pilot claims that Rob and Black China blamed him for selling an image of him kissing Black to the paparazzi. I see. And once his name hit the media, he believes Rob and Black defamed him, exposed him as gay, and even shared his number 
to the public resulting in death threats. So that's what this was. I barely remembered this, but I know we covered it before. Yeah, it says in the declaration filed by Black China recently, she said, quote, I witnessed him kiss another man in front of other people in at least one occasion. I also saw him stick his backside in another man's face (laughs) at least one time. I recall that his social media posts at the time did not hide the fact he was gay. I see what she's saying. Okay. Based on everything I I knew about JC, I believed he was openly gay. He was an openly gay man and that his sexuality was well known. I've always supported gay rights and have never discriminated against any person based on their sexuality i'm in fact i am a proud supporter of gay rights um okay so interesting okay i mean haven't we all done what she did where you <laughs> think that someone's an out gay person <laughs> like, and you tell someone else then you're like oops it, it happens less and less but i yeah. definitely can remember a friend that i was like oh this is my gay friend and people were like not that's out. not for you to say that's not out. And i was like i just never in my mind even thought for a moment that yeah that they one weren't gay yeah or two could be closeted and that it's i was like no you have deal. been behaving <laughs> to me <laughs> i know you're gay because you've been so friendly to me <laughs> downright flirtatious i know for a fact <laughs> but <sighs> i learned my lesson uh, you don't assume anything well uh, seems like a lesson that china and rob but could use <laughs> can i tell everyone a secret yeah we all are <laughs> I love this. I love this aggressive 2019 push of uh, the fluidity of all things. It makes me really happy. Of like, or, or that we're all gay. Or yeah. I meant that we're all talking about other people and what oh, they're into. Oh, I thought you meant that we're all gay. Like we can pretend all day long that we want to respect people's privacies, but when it comes Mm-mm. to being attracted in sex, we're like, Mm-mm. is that gay? Is that not gay? Is that for me? Is yes. that not for me? That's all we ever think. Yes. And it's all you ever talk about with your buddies. We just know not to say it out loud or on social. Exactly. And I don't think we can stop the human in interest of like who's what kind of what kind of wet thing can i put on this (laughs) scarlet you can't listen to this one i'm gonna flag this one for her (laughs) this does not get to go anyway let's move on to something sweeter um well i i would like to talk about kylie's birthday because i've been like i said i've been following it it's still happening so she turned the big tutu oh um, boy this weekend and it was like rumored that she was going on this yacht and bringing people and sure enough it is exactly what's happening so uh she travis scott their daughter stormy chris jenner scott disick sophia and Corey, and some other people look like stassi too um they have jetted to the italian coast via private plane and been floating on a $250 million yacht. Um, And over the weekend, it's been like she posed on her birthday with this like huge floral arrangement spelling out 22. uh, That's like seven feet tall because of course you would travel with that. Yeah, last week, Travis filled her entire home with rose petals. Yes. And everybody was like, what is the deal? Why? Why? And Stormy was just like crawling through it. Like, Gonna get poisoned by roses. This family in florals. Um, and she's worn some very uh, fun outfits. This kind of big pink feather boa of a dress. Uh, a bunch of fun looks. And they've all just been basically like, it's so decadent. Like Chris is just like hammered in caftans. Oh my God, that Instagram <laughs> video of her being like whoa her oh. eyes are literally crossed she's as drunk as i've she's ever as seen drunk she's as so drunk you can tell her hair is drunk oh it's so funny it's so funny but they've gone on land a little bit they've gone into capri and positano uh and then they've also done jet skiing jumping off the yacht drinking pina coladas i mean guys i gotta tell you i was thinking about it like i know there are people who don't like or you know who bums them out to watch people having fun vacations um especially in the summer when it's no. like you're sitting at a desk i will watch everyone i'm in post it. your vacation yes. non-stop I, if i see you're somewhere that i have any interest in going it could be the little stories that are like teeny dots like yeah. you've posted so well, many sometimes i'd I, I get can hit bored with this. I can hit a wall. Let's be real. But I <laughs> like seeing people's trips, especially, oh my God, like an opulent Ugh. trip like this. I have been, I have been desperate. They even gave it a hashtag, uh, birthday tour. You know who's always on vacation is Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Oh my God. They live vacation. I just, I like it. I'm here for it. It's why I thought Courtney became infinitely more interesting when she was having her like vacation year. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Kylie's birthday. Yes. Caitlin. Jenner, our favorite <laughs> old person, accidentally posted for Kylie's per- for Kylie's Sorry. birthday. She posted a very sweet picture of her with one of her daughters, 
And as a very young child, and it says, life was so simple back then, but life is so good today. Happy birthday to my little baby at Kylie Jenner, except for the photo is of Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) You old dummy. Do you think it's just that her eyes are sort of gone? Yes, I think she's she's a little brown haired baby. And and she's she's like, like, had her skin pulled so many times that she probably, it's probably just like fogged up her eyes permanently. was yes. already drooping her eyelids are like pulling against her uh eyeballs so her whole face is like she just can't see shit oh that's so funny oh my god I, that one really made me laugh so funny Ugh. uh and then last bit of news is that courtney kardashian in an attempt to save her failing <laughs> poosh i'm all i'm here for the train wreck <laughs> and the burning wreckage of poosh she <laughs> announced her lifestyle brand's latest launch a leopard print turban hair turban in collaboration with a geese that will be available starting August 15th and many people have noticed that she has bitten from the style of True Thompson. True Thompson who not only is there a fun layer of stealing from True but remember that was its own uh, story of its own because people what's, thought what's Chloe, what's Chloe hiding under these turbans why won't she show True's hair <laughs> show True's hair hashtag show the hair show the hair show the nannies show the hair so that's a full circle to go from it being a shameful turban <laughs> a shame turban to uh, the product that will no doubt turn Poosh into no. into the goop do you would you do you wear a turban I do not wear turbans because uh, my hair is kind of if it, I don't I love them as a look I think they look amazing but to me it's like I kind of either need to have hair all up in it yeah. or down I don't like it kind of shoots my hair out too big mm-hmm. underneath it you got a lot of mane I got too much hair for a turban a and they kind mane. of are, I, I also kind of don't like I actually don't really like stuff on my head no, I don't see I, get too I don't hot. like I don't like headbands I don't like stuff tight on my ears mm-hmm. even because she gets too horny I get horny <gasps> oh, that's what I wanted to say about my Burke Williams experience what? oh I also got a pedicure you know what didn't get horny in either of hey, them guys good job Marcy thanks but also if you did that'd be okay too well I've been no taking, shame I've been taking care of myself <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a quick break okay the 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is now on pre-sale. They have so many great things in this box. Like they have this cute, cute, cute Kate Spade lunch tote. So you don't have to bring disposable things. You can keep it with you all the time. Ooh, FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty lifestyle, fitness, home, and tech products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping by doing it for you. So each box is customized to your specific interests they deliver all the seasonal must-haves that you need the fall box is the perfect way to treat yourself or others and get yourself ready for autumn with our carefully curated box of products this box has everything you need for your best fall yet save money on quality full-size products today But these don't last long. No, they don't. If you want to get something like, oh, I don't know, the beautiful anthropology travel yoga mat that I got. Yes, me, a yogi. (laughs) Uh, You got to hurry. It's a blast. And also, you can customize things that come in your box, or you can be surprised. It's very fun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Damn! I know. So use coupon code DISHIN, that's D-I-S-H-I-N, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Code DISHIN for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Woo! And we are back. We're back. Okay, we are still on the the Courtney and Chloe take Miami train. Season one, episode six. It's called Models Don't Skateboard. A little, let me tell you a little fact. Okay, it used to be called All Men Are Dogs. When they changed it, I don't know. How did you find that out? Because when I looked up the episode, that's what it was called on the Google. Oh my god. <gasps> That's a good little Easter egg. But maybe they were like, wait, we didn't pay attention to what the episode was, <laughs> wait, did we? Can I tell you a quick aside? Yes. I was telling my dad a story about how we're at my work, we, we were uh, doing something with Subaru, and I was talking about how Subaru is this very interesting brand because before it was like, 
uh, you know, you would kind of market directly to a specific consumer base. Uh, they were ahead of the curve because they really understood that they had a very big lesbian following as Subarus mm-hmm. are known to have. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they famously like marketed to uh, their lesbian audience with like hidden small little like nods. And and I can't think oh. of a, a good example, but in like their print campaigns and stuff and that they really kind of they kind of famously <sighs> now have a, this really devoted um Fan base is the wrong word, but, you know, consumer base beat for decades because they've like aged up. They will never give them up. And it has a lot to do with the fact that they like really aggressively marketed to them. But in this subtle way, but I use the word Easter egg and I was like, so they would leave kind of like Easter eggs, like in the ads and stuff. And like, it was like a silence. um, And I was like, like Tim and my dad and my dad's like, so how long have Easter eggs been like that? And I was like, what? And he was like, so Easter eggs are a gay thing? <laughs> and I was like, you was like, no, sweet, dad. man. An Easter egg is like a hidden you thing. And he was like, oh, okay. Sorry, I got really confused. And I was like, no. So how long have Easter eggs been gay? Because <laughs> we been... certainly have had a few in my day. <laughs> I laughed so. It was so cute. Anyway, sorry. We can move on. Um, He's all right. sweet. So the... The moral of this story is <laughs> Chloe's got intimacy in- issues and they ruin her relationships. Some things never change. Yeah. And then Courtney is trying to help her friend Carrie's modeling career. Yep. And this premiered, guys, September 20th, 2009. Take yourself back. What were you doing? Was that... Wait. September 20th, 2009. What? When was 9-11? <laughs> 2001. <laughs> So we uh, would have been think of it. It was eight years <laughs> after that. we were gearing up to celebrate the eight years, and celebrate is the word. <laughs> we <laughs> boy, um, I'm smart in a lot of ways, but sometimes I got old misfire. I loved it. It was really good. Oh, okay, so okay. we start with this cold open. It's like all about basically bashing Rashad, her yes. ex-boyfriend, former uh, boyfriend basketball player, and that he dated Chloe, cheated on her, and then told her afterwards he only dated her for pl- publicity. This poor woman. Also, I thought it was fascinating that they broke from format just to include this like uh, just absolute oh, trashing of this guy. Because every episode the first thing has been this, the radio uh Hello, the radio this show this is chloe after and dark it's like, chloe's out on the streets you're listening to <laughs> chloe after dark <laughs> chloe <laughs> hates her ex-boyfriend because he used her for publicity <laughs> it's not sad <laughs> <laughs> she's taking the story back um so her sweet friend Terrence, Aww. who's her co-host. I wish we got more Terrence life. He's the best. I want to know what it's he's up to he's more. he's too good. Yeah. So he's trying to help her out and he brings on his buddy, LJ, Larry Johnson. Handsome. And is like, this is a really good guy. You should date him. And she's like, what makes you so good? And he's like, well, I'm, I respect women. And she's like, yeah, right. And oh my like, God. I know she really like digs <sighs> in. It's like the mere suggestion that a man could be nice is what infuriates her and hey i get it <laughs> but you can't uh, say that to their faces <laughs> um, you talk about it behind their backs it, with your girlfriends it was really like you felt her energy like yeah really she really has some pent up she's shit angry she's angry she's you know what she's always been angry she's been angry since i think that that was what was interesting to see was like yeah, that it's sort of always been like there, even back this this far. Do you feel like her anger stems from the first cheating man in her life who cheated on her with death? I- Robert <laughs> Kardashian Sr. He didn't cheat death. He No, he <laughs> cheated on her with death. Oh, I see. I see. He didn't. He, he should have cheated on death with her, <laughs> but he didn't. He chose. He chose the wrong mistress. <laughs> Not his daughter, this is but funny dad. to laugh about. Well, we already got a nine eleven joke in, so I think I think we're good. It's all me, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I literally wouldn't have it any other way. So Chloe's telling him, "Oh, men are players." And then he, they like, would you go on a date with him? And she's like, no. The coldest. Ooh, a gust of, it was like out of Frozen, like a Ooh. swirl of ice blew through the doors. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. I couldn't believe how, the, like, the death stare shut down of no. That was uncomfortable. It was not nice. But hey, 
If you don't want to go on a date with someone, you tell them no on air. You don't have air. to be nice. You don't you have to tell be nice them no to men. on your fake radio show. Yes. Then I'm sure no Where one nothing listens. is plugged in. All of those <laughs> mics are fake. No dials work. <laughs> Do wait. I want to know if we have any listeners who are old enough to have listened. Oh, please. If anyone yes. listened to this, please, please write us. If you us. listen to Chloe After Dark ever even once, tell us about it. Because oh, I, I don't think anyone's ever heard this radio show. No, I don't think so either. Um, but she, yeah, she shuts him down, mm-hmm. which is fine. He's handsome. He'll be fine. I was like, this guy is not hurting for uh, babes. No, LG is fine. He's very fine. So then, so then there's this meetup at the St. Regis with a new character who uh-huh. has appeared and is suddenly meant to be very important to everyone's lives. Everyone's best friend, Omari. <laughs> exactly who you'd guess. That's correct. Omarian from the boy band. Uh, and he's a really great guy, but we are not told one reason why he's great, but no. he's good. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Oh, B2K. That was his band that he was in. Or band, whatever. <laughs> I mean, boy band. Yeah, boy band. Boy, boy band. band. Boy band. Um, so Malika's in tow. Malika's in tow. Gosh, God, she just can't let chloe figure out her love life for no, one malika is there moment. guarding the premise but it is this sort of weird exchange where they're like they're all like i omarian's like well you know uh the events that we go to which i was like okay whatever um it's promiscuous women and men Ugh. And I just was like, God, it's so crazy. Like just to hear promiscuous boy, teasing me. I don't. I think that's... promiscuous women and men at the events <laughs> that we go to. Um, and basically, Chloe's like, Yeah, all men suck. And then we get this really uncomfortable moment where he's like, they're talking about her. She talks. She's talking about how people say that she's like a really like a a one nine hundred voice on her radio oh, show. Phone sex phone voice. Sex yeah, voice. Yeah. yeah. And and then he uncomfortably is like, Well, let me hear it. And then she like does it on the spot, and it's so much more like I was so taken <laughs> aback. Does she say something along the lines goes, of like, "Since the last time you left me, you had me dreaming of your dick"? And I was like, <laughs> "Jesus, oh my god!" You could tell they were like, I feel like all the cameramen and everybody was like, "Wow, <laughs> oh boy!" But it would be like, "Hey, big boy," and I was like, "I'm dreaming of your dreaming dick." Of your dick. <laughs> I was like, Chloe. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Amari thinks Chloe should give him a try. Mm-hmm. Um. And they, where is this one-on-one conversation happening? With it them? looks like it's at Amari's hotel. Okay. And so she, yeah, he, she's like, oh, I'm trying to get as much time in with him because it's a short stay. So she goes over there and then he's like, also, where's Malika? Yeah. How dare Malika not be there? What is she doing? She's well, hiding in a bathroom. Well, she knew all the information later. So don't she's worry. Like, she hears everything. She has her face to the floor and she's <laughs> looking under the door of the bathroom. He, so, and he says, she's like, why do we think? Why do you, why should we date? Cause he makes the case that they should date. And he says that they have a good friendship and now I like this. So I wrote it down and a friendship is a prelude <laughs> to a relationship. Yes. 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 <laughs> I just liked it. But her take on this, I wrote down this quote cause okay. her take on this is so disturbing. Okay. I don't remember. She says, am I, she says this to camera. <gasps> am I such a lost cause that one of my good friend feels the need they has to date me? That the like the nesting doll situation of self-hate and also like boy meanness and like dismissiveness of an invalidation of like his feelings Mm -hmm. like every piece of it is like fucked up and sad yeah boy do i relate I see you tricked me. I do though. I mean, I think it's fucked up. I can recognize it, but I'm also like, yeah, I get it. But he, I believe he does like her. I mean, I do think this was heavily produced. Right. I'm just saying the thought pattern of being like, ugh, is it that bad? Yeah. Like this is like take that. It's a taking pity move. I remember this is just me digging into my own personal issues now. But I remember once when I was living in New York, I was riding the subway back with like a a, a, an acquaintance Uh friend. And so we're going to Brooklyn and he is about to get off at his stop. And as the doors open, he like sneak attack, kisses me and then (laughs) runs off the train. And then I got so mad because I was like, what is that? fucking pity kiss oh because there was no follow-up though but i was just like fucking pity kiss 
I got so mad. I'm I real mean, Chloe. Okay, well then, so then your insight as we move through forward. I actually through these think gestures. it might have been though, because I was complaining a lot before. <laughs> he just wanted me to shut up. He tried. He can kissed I, you to shut you up. Can I tell you that in New York, multiple men have kissed me on the train, then run away as the doors were closing. What? It's happened more than once. That's unheard of. It's crazy. Is this a thing men in New York are doing? It's almost like <laughs> no. Hey. I know how this is going to sound, but it's almost as if someone needs an escape hatch to like <laughs> give me a shot. Oh my God. I disagree. But it's a funny way to put it. There's like a little like parachute. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, so they uh they basically they kind of have this exchange about like dating and he says i know you're hot for me i'm hot for you too but she kind of is just weird and laughs it off yes yeah, she can't handle serious conversations no, she does a really bad job and then she kind of confers with malika and malika is like well are you attracted to him and basically trying to like suss it out and like giving is is being supportive i think but chloe's having a hard time even like us figuring out how she feels right yeah she kind of i think doesn't really get it and feels like well i would lose the friendship and is not definitely not on board and then there is this very weird dinner yes we have rob is in town Uh they go to a sit-down restaurant i think they're actually at um Oh God! It's that famous Miami place. It's the Cuban restaurant. It's uh, they show in there. Yeah, they show it. Anyway. I don't remember. I remember because when we were there at Christmas, we like really wanted to go and we didn't. Um, unimportant. Um, so then, so it's like Malika, Courtney, and Rob, right? And then this bizarre thing happens. Which here's the thing: it's a weird thing that happens. It's basically that like she's sitting there and the waiters come over and they bring a cake it's a weird it's a cake it's weird looking. and a, a bottle of champagne and a f- sidekick that has omarion on it Ugh. and they're like this is for you there's no way that a restaurant has that at the ready no because a sidekick young kids is a phone it's a phone it was the first like it was like uh, the newest one of the the cool celebrity yeah. uh flip phone or like yeah in the in the cell phone era but hollywood kids always had a sidekick yeah well, i'm sure we talked about sidekicks before oh, i wanted, absolutely, one. I wanted but, one so bad um so on the phone he's like i'm what really is- he's he goes i'm serious about this chloe and then she's like, is this real? And then Malik is like, we've been setting it up all day. And it was like, setting this what is up? all on the phone. What's happening? so weird. And then she basically is like very uncomfortable and she kind of is dismissive. And Omari uh, gets hurt. You can tell he's like, OK, well, I'm done and sort of hangs up. And and then it kind of quickly spirals. Like I kind of lost this thread, but she yeah. suddenly is like very drunk and bummed yes. out because she goes outside the restaurant because she's like it almost was what made it feel real yes like they, that they really did surprise her with this and, and she got really pissed kim gives her the worst <gasps> advice this advice kim is like you need to call him 500 times and then and i feel like this is weird what she said go over there in a g-string and high heels with fried chicken it seems very strange to say that right like uh, well she said this is the way she said this is she goes i'm making just to give you a picture i'm making fried chicken in a g-string and brought in high heels right now you've got to show some appreciation or maybe i heard it wrong wait i thought she was saying like the way i i had it written down i thought she was saying to chloe like hey look just to give you some insight into how i'm keeping my man i'm right now cooking fried chicken in a g-string and bra and heels that's so dangerous i know the the grease could get all over you either way it's a horrible recommendation i thought she was telling chloe to do that i think she was basically same idea same idea but i was like that's kind of weird kim i don't love it although she is always cooking soul food and giving it to kevin hart i know well she would have been with reggie right yes so this was her reggie time so she i think the inference is she's in like cooking fried chicken for reggie (laughs) and in no clothes so chloe remains drunk for a while and she (laughs) is talking about how she's not sweet and rob tells her she's the sweetest girl in the whole world <laughs> I missed that. Really? Rob's like, no, Chloe, you're the sweetest girl in the whole world. I just wish just that was even they, remotely true. Well, they won't, they. 
<laughs> you know his true love is Kim. Oh God, he can't cheat on. That's honestly, this is where all of Chloe's issues stem from. Yes, the fact that that she and Rob are in love, but he loves Kim more. <laughs> Absolutely, that she's second fiddle, it, even even from her brother. Okay, if these. <laughs> These people, the Kardashian kids, were in a V.C. Andrews book. How long do you think being trapped in an attic before they start fucking? <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes? Minutes. <laughs> minutes. Because like we were talking about last week, they're, so, they're also the horniest family. Oh, my God. And they have to procreate. They have to. They have to make babies. They are so horny. It's a it's a no brainer. <laughs> Immediately. Minutes. Immediately. They hear the key hit the door mm. and then they're like, mm. who's first? <laughs> no, they, no, nobody cares. Oh. Um, so okay. So Chloe and Armari, they finally do he has been ignoring her, but she catches up with him and they talk it out. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that you you've shut me down two times and he doesn't feel like she's ready. So it is over. Yeah. Which felt really like can I be honest? Yeah. If he was so ready to like be over it that fast, then like he wasn't in it. No, I think so too. I think it was also that it was a little bit to shame her. Yes. You know? Yeah. I do think it was like to, yeah, to humiliate her the way he felt humiliated. Yeah. I think it was a bit to kind of rubber face in it and just like on camera, like, cause he literally was like, I don't feel you're ready. Let's just leave it at that. And it's like, all right, Omari, you sent. You're gonna be oh sorry. Oh, good. You guys, uh, I'm a writer for NBC. I mean, good NBC <laughs> is you lucky. All know why now? Lucky, lucky. Um, so then there's the post mortem with Courtney and Malika, and Courtney is being so mean to Chloe. Oh my God. Chloe's being so legitimately vulnerable, I know. and Courtney's like, you see. You see exactly why in this family they have all been taught to never be vulnerable. They like that you can just see it. It's, it's like weakness. I mean, we all have been had our fucking asses roasted by our siblings, but it's like so crazy to oh, see, man. It. It's very Courtney. Though. Like no wonder this is the most guarded family who would like never set foot in a therapist's office. And Malika's secretly like. Okay, that's one more down. Waiting it out. I'm one man closer to (laughs) Chloe falling in love with me. And she kind of turns at the end and does like a little line, uh, (laughs) makes a little line like a a prison cell. (laughs) Look, I'm not saying that I think Malika is a lesbian. I'm saying I think she's in love with Chloe. I think that's fair. Yeah. Everything is fluid. Everything is fluid. Um, Okay, the second storyline is... This random woman's (laughs) modeling career. Okay, this is so funny. So a woman (laughs) comes into the store, Carolyn DeMore, and she has put her bikinis out and she's upset because they're on the bottom shelf. Jessica says (laughs) she must be someone famous. I said... A celebrity's child. Let me look it up. Oh, she is. She comes from the DeMore's pizza. I... (laughs) Okay. Well, I let me defend myself. I said she looks her father <laughs> is the head wait, she is no Carolyn herself is the head chef and co owner of Demore's Pizza okay. founded by her parents. <laughs> it was literally me going, Oh, I wanna look her up. I feel like she must have celebrity parents. And then exactly that went, Ha! She did. Ha-ha. Yep, her parents are the founders of Demore's Pizza Connection. And then I Google it and it's like a small chain in LA and half yes. of them are closed. Yes. Let's see, the location, there's currently only one. <laughs> and it is on Third Street. Honestly, if she's the head chef, we could go there and see her. I I just didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I you're like, oh, she has to be. I just was like, Look, she looked she looked really really young to me, yes. and I was like, the idea of a bikini line. There's certain like um, career paths that tell me like a DJ got some money. Yeah, like you just are like you're you're just fucking around, and when yeah. you like look like you know your mom was a model too. Um, so yes, but I was, I was just very curious where the hell Carolyn DeMore came from. Well, she is so upset because her, her bikinis are in the bottom back shelf. Oh, the worst spot. So Courtney's like, I'm so sorry. We'll move it. And also, do you need models? Yes, I do. It's so funny because Courtney's like, what if you got some of our dash girls as models and this 
Caroline DeMore literally has her arms crossed. She's giving the no, no, no. She's yes. literally shaking her head no. Yes. Like it's very subtle body language. And then Courtney's like, and then Chloe and I will host. And she's like, yes, yes. yes. And I'll provide the pizza. <laughs> yes. That's DeMore. Uh, <laughs> now, there was like a fun little interstitial of like a sand truck on the beach that made me giggle a lot. I was like, what is a sand truck? I guess they're trucking in beautiful sand daily. I guess it's part of the what Miami life happened to the ocean when more like part of the natural occurrence is sand must be washed away and they're like no not here we have to haul more sand in i was uh, fascinated by in dubai there's a lot of like um you know the whole thing is like sort of a man-made insane place and they famously have these things that they built off the coast of the beach called like there's a bunch of different those palm uh, palm island yeah. is one and then there's one that's the world and it's like basically shaped these little islands that are communities that have like beautiful hotels and houses and like are fully livable but they were like built where there was nothing yeah and i watched like a whatever like a nat geo thing about how they built it and it's that they like dredged up insane amounts of sand and dirt and like managed to build out these shapes and it's like the craziest craziest undertaking but it was also about how like the that is not the natural coastline and so what it does is it makes the waves come in at weird angles now and it is it deteriorates the coast at such a rapid speed <gasps> that they have boats little dredging boats you know the kind that like pull it shoot up sand uh-huh. Uh, floating around those islands 24-7. Oh, no. Because it's like literally will like it, it will like put a crazy it's like contributing dent in. to the economy. It's providing jobs. Be a little sand dredger out in Dubai uh, on uh, the Palm Islands. <laughs> One day when all of civilization dies and a new life like like a alien life force whatever comes and they're gonna be like why are these weird shaped islands why did they build this it's not even the that cute. waves are coming in at a weird angle i just thought it was so funny to be like amazing we did it and then it's like oh fuck and that the coastline suddenly is like just digging inward and everybody's like oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. why it's like nature knew what it was supposed to do oh, we're that's not supposed why. to build oh, okay. islands did you also notice the david barton's gym plug yes oh my god i'm so tired from my david barton <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i really worked hard with my david barton my nikes could barely hold me up and my tits <laughs> in my reebok sports bra <laughs> now you know david barton right no it is i know it from new york and it is like a, a famously gay gym oh yeah very gay ep. yeah very gay ep um but i just thought that was funny i love the plug. idea of, of her being at a gym where some <laughs> dudes are fucking in the locker room i had friends that went there were that were like literally like men would like just flash their dick to be like you you interested <gasps> the one in chelsea at least i guess that makes I more sense that, that it was chelsea i do think that that's a a thing a hookup culture i think it happens i mean yeah it makes sense uh um what was i gonna say no so oh also i thought a funny part just to jump back very quickly when caroline demore of the demore family pizza company um <laughs> head chef and co-owner <laughs> of the empire known as DeMore pizza. come visitor <laughs> well can i say very quickly that sometimes those like dumb companies can be the reason that they're multi-zillionaires like i'll never forget on the original laguna beach a girl towards the end moved to town who was richer than everybody like it was such a fun casting move and everybody was like oh my god who is she who is she and her they lived in this like gaudy insane mansion and it was that her dad had invented the frozen burrito (laughs) (laughs) i I mean was like oh you can get rich off of this crazy little thing it does seem hard to completely freeze a burrito like the 7-eleven kind because they're thick yeah he like invented it so you never know but anyways when carolyn demore came in and got mad that her bikinis were on the bottom left it was making me laugh so hard (laughs) because they were like they're guys their bikinis on hangers in the in a small in a store with lots of racks and they like all kept being like i don't know i just don't know what to do and courtney was like i just wish i knew what to do she's so upset because she really was getting so upset and it's like move the bikinis, move them pick them up also it's a really great <laughs> lesson and why you have to go visit stores where your products are it's true it's true like that's what happens at grocery stores they have uh sales reps come in they're like no you have to move our Oh yeah, you have to move our cereal up. Do you want to hear a very crazy quick one? Absolutely. This, this so I worked in college at a really cute. I had a like a, a summer job at a really cute little store that's still there, uh, called a Tropical Affair. That's so cute it's and it's so just. It's super high end, um, 
like lingerie and bathing suits and and kind of like vacay wear and stuff. Really cute, super boutique, really tropical and gorgeous. Um, but like fully five hundred dollar bras, French like custom everything. Um, very 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 fancy lingerie. And we would get like celebrities that would come in and you, I, like I literally did. Um, you know, would like measure and like be up in women's crotches. <laughs> Whose famous tits did you touch? Um, oh my god, one of them was really funny. It was that she's like that conservative. Uh, radio woman what is her name oh I'll think of it later come back to it it was very funny we were all like is that that lady but anyways <laughs> what happened was there was this one day this sort of like shorter bald guy with a backpack was like standing outside and peeking in the store and like looking in the window and kind of looking and looking and because it was a lingerie store that had like college girls working in it it was fairly common to have a guy come in and be like Herbs. hey so what size are you i want to get something for my wife or my girlfriend and you'd have to like suss it out and it happened as much as you believe that uh, there are perverts and so this guy comes in and we were all kind of like eyeing each other and mm-hmm. we're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and he starts asking um, he starts asking about like the placement of things and he's like how do you he's a thick Italian accent he's like how do you decide what goes here and how do you and we were like what the decide fuck decide what goes yeah he's like, like he started asking about like placement of stuff we're like what and he goes he opens his backpack and he's like I thought f- you meant like where the thong goes oh no sorry like like where the why why this <laughs> brand well, how is do here you decide where her titties go <laughs> sir <laughs> um, he was the CEO of Cosabella the underwear brand oh he's like an italian guy from italy and he like fully like secret choppered and like so funny he was there which is now a mega brand but at the time was like a little boutique brand (gasps) um just like lacy colorful like thongs and stuff but um he fully was like from the italian hq and came to like check out how they were displayed and we're like okay sir you can't really do that in a store and creep out a bunch of 21 year olds (laughs) he's like i'm italian i don't understand that um so back to it yeah carrie so carrie we this whole thing was contrived so that courtney could get carrie into modeling Mm because carrie carrie is feeling like she moved to miami to become a i love how she's like i was like the hottest girl in orlando (laughs) and then like i moved to miami and i'm not anymore it's like (laughs) of course This story, this trajectory is such a, such a funny narrative. It's so, and she's, I mean, she's insanely beautiful. It's insane. She is, but she gets really nervous the night of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I wrote Carrie, no one wants an unconfident model. The thing we like about them is that they're very confident. There they you know go. they're beautiful. There you go. 944 magazine <gasps> is there. So many number magazines I mean, in this franchise. It was a real sort of like area code time I for magazines yeah i don't believe any of that no so courtney's trying to set up a job for her i don't know she does fine it's she a, does like, fine she has a cute little butt she's great they have a fashion show that's bathing suits which i forget can be a fashion show <laughs> and and she's great and then yeah she gets her a fashion uh kind of a weird thing of like she got her a spread in a magazine like yes so you go for four you i know but still like, for four <laughs> It's nine four four. But like, what is the story? It's like she's just like I'm. Uh, here's a model. Also, she looks so awkward in all those pictures. She reminds me so much of like a catalog model. You know, she's yes. just like a really pretty girl. No, I have looked her up. She is still modeling. Is she? I mean, not like a lot, but she's trying. I'm and she looks exactly the same. Oh, you know what? Somebody wrote us and told us. Um, you know, we had, I think last week's episode was about Erica, who's the yes. single mom. Did you see this? I did not put this together that she has gone on to be a star of uh, love and hip hop. Oh, she's like a lot. Erica Mena. That's why she's so good. Yes. She she's like, like made for reality television. Yes, she, she knows what her job is. Somebody messaged us to tell us that she, uh, yeah, she was like, she was, this was her first thing. And then she went on to be like a major fixture on love and hip hop. Um, did you notice the scene when they were at dinner and Omari gave his weird dessert to propose her, his love, but Rob, <laughs> Rob had told Courtney and Courtney is telling the whole tab- table that Rob wants to fuck Carrie. Yes. And then he's like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't because <laughs> he's God. in front of Malika. And remember Rob and Malika had a little thing for a oh while. Oh my God. I always forget that. Yes. And also it was like, not even like he's a crush on her. It was like very, like he asked about fucking her and you're like, Jesus. Oh yeah. Ah. No, I didn't, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I only want to fuck my sisters. <laughs> um, so that's it. Carrie's a photo shoot. She's a model. It and all I, worked out. And she's still modeling. 
yes a, li- a little <laughs> Look, a little caroline's still making pizzas <laughs> carrie's still walking the runway she's like oh, that's a demore right? <laughs> uh, erica became a reality tv star it all worked everyone's out. doing great it all worked sweetie. out um that is it we damn did it we did it um guys we release new episodes every week um if you want to follow along we are going to continue covering courtney and chloe take miami season one you can watch it on amazon prime or hulu heads up uh hulu calls it courtney and kim weird for some weird reason they don't even care it's bizarre um you can subscribe on apple podcast uh also rate and review it helps us so much check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook page email us those corrections comments and kardashian run-ins at cardishonit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to cardishonit bye This is Patrick. And this is Mark, co-host of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we're your home for all things Nintendo. On Tuesday, we're talking about the latest Nintendo news. And on Thursday, we're doing deep dives into specific corners of the Nintendo universe. Ranking the Koopa Kids. Determining who the best Smash Fighter is. That's Nintendo Cartridge Society on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcast. Campfire.